Super duper do, how are you? Do you ever wish people would do what you tell them to do? <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you've really wanted to help? Somebody might be overweight, they might be a smoker, they might be taking drugs, they might be bad parents, they might be broke, they might have a lousy, stinking, rotten job, they might be doing a stupid exercise, they might have chosen a silly eating plan, and you want to help. So you start preaching, please don't do that, stop doing that, this is bad for you, you should do it differently. Have you noticed, uh, well I'll ask a different question, has that worked? When we preach at people, when we tell people what to do, when we give them our opinion, we, we may change their mind. There's a chance that some of what we say might stick and they'll change their mind. But is it possible that people only change when they want to change, when they're ready to change? And what are the things that motivate us to change? So why do people lose weight? Why do people stop spending too much money? Why do people stop gambling? Why do people quit their job? Why do people get a divorce if they're in a bad relationship? What makes them change? And the neuroscientists, the head specialist, uh, psychologists and psychiatrists will share with us that it's a pain-pleasure balance. So if we're in, if the pain of changing is still greater than the pain that we're in, we won't make a change. So if I'm, if I'm thinking that, yes, I don't like being overweight or I don't like my job or I'm in a terrible relationship, but the pain of getting out of that situation would be more, I'm not going to make a change. So how do we get people to, or how do we change the balance and how do we get people to think about if I make a change, it might be a pleasurable experience rather than a painful one. So as an exercise, personal exercise coach, as somebody that's really committed to getting people fit and strong, uh, that's been a driving force for me in those four areas of life, healthy, fit and strong career or business that you love, financial freedom and great relationships. Obviously, the, the pleasure of being fit and strong needs to be greater than the, the pain of, of exercise. So I'm constantly aiming to change the headspace of exercise is long and boring and tedious and sweaty and hard and, and it's horrible. If I can make it short and, and the results come quickly and it's effective and there's not, there's not so much hassle involved in being fit and strong, then maybe people will make a change, something to consider. If the pleasure of, uh, and if the second part of life is career or business, if you're in a lousy, stinking, rotten job, but you're really scared about starting your own business or, or applying for a different position, or if you don't think you're good enough for another position, what if the pleasure of, so imagine waking up tomorrow morning and you have a career or business that you're passionate about. You're doing what you love. You are your own boss. You are choosing your own hours. You're earning the amount of money that you want to earn. You can holiday when you want to. And you can work with the people that you want to work with. When you compare that with the lousy, stinking, rotten job that you've got now, uh, it might just be a simple process of getting to this. And yes, there's going to be some something involved in getting to this. But surely the pleasure of waking up doing what you love is needs to be greater than the, the, the pain of staying where you are in a lousy, stinking, rotten job. And I obviously have challenges even talking about that because I've never been in that situation. My entire life I've had a career that I've absolutely loved every single day. I've never had a lousy, stinking, rotten job. So I don't understand what it would be like to wake up on a magical day Monday morning, and you probably don't call it magical day Monday, and have to go to a job that you don't like. So if, if the process 
of having a career or business that you love can be made simple and easy. And again, that's what the, what Romax is about. That's what the Max Colleges is all about. A complete toolbox for how to have a career or business that you love so you don't have to stay in your lousy, stinking, rotten job. Uh, the joy of being financially free so you're not struggling for money, you're not... Uh, broke, you're not constantly arguing and stressed and annoyed about not having enough money. Uh, the process of going to, and imagine that, waking up financially free where you don't have to look at a price tag anymore, money's not controlling your life, you don't stress whether or not the, the money's going to stretch over the week or the month. Uh, imagine being in that position. Now, of course, there's millions, if not billions of people in that position that are financially free. So how do we make that process really simple rather than complicated? And once again, it is really simple. Uh, there's a, there's a, some strategies that all wealth creation experts will share with you. Pay yourself first, spend less than you earn, invest wisely, and make sure that you can either become financially free very quickly or that you retire financially free. And again, that process is very simple. What other people do, then that's the relationships. How do we how do we have great relationships with people and how do if we love somebody, how do we make sure that they are healthy, fit and strong, have a career or business that they love, then they are financially free? And I'll ask that question again. If we're preaching at people and telling them what to do versus providing a solution. And I think one of the most powerful solutions, this is just a very personal observation, uh, is that we can tell people what to do and we can preach at them and we can give them our advice and our opinion. But what if we live the example? Not tell people, but live it. So is it possible to be healthy, fit and strong? You could tell people that it is, but are you healthy, fit and strong? And that's a question that I ask myself every day. Well, will you talk about being fit and strong, but are you the fittest and strongest that you can be? Uh, you can talk about having a career or business that you love. You can tell your kids to go and get a job that they love. But if you're in a lousy, stinking, rotten job and you hate going to your job and you're complaining about your job every day, is it possible that our kids don't listen to what we say? They watch what we do. And there's one of the... I think it's an important philosophy as a parent, teacher, coach to consider that people watch what we do so much so that what we say is they don't even hear it. What we do is screamed loudly that people can't hear what we say. So if you're not healthy, fit and strong, if you don't have a career or business that you love, if you're broke and struggling financially, and if you have horrible people in your life... The people that, that you are surrounded with, and particularly kids, and I'm very careful when I talk about children because I don't have any, but I, I remember very clearly, and I share this story often, I remember being a 13-year-old little girl and setting a goal that I wanted to be healthy, fit, and strong. I wanted to have a career or business that I loved my entire life. I wanted to do what I was passionate about. I didn't want to struggle for money, and I didn't want to have horrible people in my life. And I went looking for adults that were in that situation, and I couldn't find any. And as I always share, there probably are people that live like that, but could it be rare? How often do you meet somebody that is healthy, fit, and strong, mentally and physically? They have a career or business that they love. They're financially free, and they only have great people in their life. And I like I like to direct people to those people. Or the reverse, have a look at what happens if you live live your life in the opposite. If you see people that are unfit, out of shape, unhealthy, they've got a lousy, stinking, rotten job, they're struggling for money or they're broke and they have horrible people in, the, in their life, is that what you want? And what's been a really interesting observation is a lot of people that are 
doing great in all of those areas will share with me that one of their driving forces was that they saw other people not living like that and they didn't want to live their life like that. Well, I don't want to take the risk. I don't want to be the adult that has an unhealthy body, a terrible job, I'm broke and I have terrible people in my life and hope that I inspire people not to live their life like mine. I'd like to be the opposite. How about you? So if you're going to tell people what to do, could the first place be to start to live the example and then maybe we don't have to tell them anything. And then if somebody wants to smoke or they want to take drugs or they want to have a horrible job and and stay in that horrible job or they want to pick a stupid exercise program or they want to go on some crazy diet, uh, here's a respectful thing to consider as an adult. If somebody came to you and told you what to do and you were convicted by what you were already doing or you were happy with what you were doing or you just liked smoking or you were enjoying the the drug-taking process, is it possible that somebody telling you what to do would just be an argument? You would get defensive and you wouldn't listen. And uh, again, I'm I'm not a parent, but I very clearly remember being a child and being told what to do. And I often went the opposite. If somebody told me to do one thing, I often did the opposite because I didn't want to be told what to do. And I'm not sure that as, as adults, we grow out of that. Uh, so instead of, and it's, it's, of course, it's, of course, it's human nature. If you love somebody, you care about them. You don't want them to be a drug addict or you don't want them to be hooked on gambling or you don't want them to have a horrible job or you don't want them to be wasting their time on a stupid exercise program or a silly eating plan. But do we need to be respectful that adults can do whatever they bloody well want? And who makes change and why do we make change? And I'll go back to the initial uh, response from all of the neuroscientists, psychologists and psychiatrists. It's a pleasure and pain balance. So if we can make the pleasure of being healthy, fit and strong, having a career or business that you love, being financially free, having great relationships, having a great life, we can, if we can make the pleasure of that be more than the pain of change and that seems to be the challenge because a lot of people just put up with their unhealthy body their lousy stinking rotten job their financial situation and their terrible relationships because the process of change is too hard and that's one of the things as an exercise person I have to take responsibility for uh, and why I don't want to call myself an exercise professional anymore because exercise for most people doesn't relate to being fit and strong in fact we live in a world now where a lot of people have never been fit and strong did you know that uh, when we talk, and there's this great uh, statement that a lot of people look at me blindly now as if they don't know what I'm talking about. Being he- uh, nothing tastes as good as being healthy, fit, and strong feels. But there's a lot of people that have never been healthy, fit, and strong, but they have had great food and they love great food, so they can't even relate to that statement. So what's the point of trying to preach at somebody about being healthy, fit, and strong if they've never felt that? but they have appreciated great food and they might they might just be happy to be out of shape and unhealthy. And what right have I got to do to tell somebody that that's wrong? If somebody on their own wants to make a change, and that's the example I always use. If I see somebody smoking, and I use smoking, it's a very specific example because I don't like it. I don't like the smell of it. I just don't like it. But I would never be so disrespectful to go up to somebody and say, you shouldn't smoke, it's bad for you, even if I love them and even if I care about them, because an adult can choose to do whatever they want to. But if a person comes to me and says, Rowie, I hate being a smoker, I want to stop smoking, it's horrible, could you please help me? That's a different story. And maybe if I'm living the example 
Uh, and I'm not, I'm, I don't run around going, oh, I'm not a smoker, I'm not a smoker. But I've never been a smoker, I've never taken drugs, I've been fit and strong my whole life. Uh, and, I, and I'm a happy old lady, I'm in great shape, I, I have energy and enthusiasm for life, and I love my life. And I'm only sharing that with you in words, because if you came and looked into my life, you would see that. And that's the living example that I want to be for our kids. Now, I don't have any kids, but I'll use the example again. When I went looking for people that were healthy, fit and strong, had a career or business that they loved, they were financially free and they had great relationships, I couldn't find anybody. There were people that had bits and pieces, but not the whole package. So I decided at 13 that I would be that person. If a 13-year-old little girl ever looked into my life when I was 50 plus, and now I'm much older than that, I wanted that little girl to be able to see, not me tell, for her to see that it is possible to be fit, to be healthy, to have a career or business that you love, to be financially free and to have great relationships. And I can rattle those off so simply because that's how I've lived my life. Since 13, that's been my driving force every day. That's why Romax is here every day. Because, and somebody said to me just recently, Rowie, do you have a dream to be a social media influencer or do you want to have a you know 100 million views on social media? And the answer is, I don't even know. For me, Romax is you and I every day. If I can add the tiniest, weeniest bit of value to your day, your life, your health and fitness, your career, your financial situation and your relationships, that's why I'm here every day. But of course, it's a very selfish reason too, because I have to keep learning. If, I'm, if I've made the commitment and the discipline to be at Romax every day and share information about all of those things, I have to live the example because otherwise I'd be a bloody hypocrite. So I need to be focused on being healthy, fit and strong, loving what I do, being financially free and having great people in my life so that if you look into my life, that's what you would see. But I would never be so disrespectful or rude to tell somebody that this is how they should live their life. I just rock up here every day excited to be here knowing that all of those things are possible but no one knows that those things are possible by somebody telling them the only way that we'll ever know that we can have a great life be happy be healthy have a career or business that you love be not, not having to struggle for money and to have great people in your life is to see people that are living that example uh, and I often use, uh, I've got a great library and, I've, and I, I love listening to real life stories. And it seems to be a very common, in fact, not just a common theme, but it's the number one fundamental foundation of every person that, that I consider to be successful, which of course is those four things. They've got a complete package life, is that they've had to do it tough. There's been challenges. They've had to overcome uh, little or big challenges, and they have, and that's why they are happy, strong, positive, optimistic, solution-finding people. So I want to be that person. How about you? If you ever feel the need to tell somebody what to do or don't do that exercise or don't smoke or you shouldn't gamble or you should get out of that relationship or you've got a terrible job, you could do better. Is it possible that the first place we should look is, am I living the example? Would somebody want to live my life? Uh, And if not, should we be respectful of people wanting to live their life their way? And when people are ready to make a change, and according to the, the top head doctors in the world, people will only make change when they're ready. We can't force them. Wouldn't it be nice if we had a toolbox full of uh, anti-pain tools? So being fit and strong isn't long and boring and complicated. Having a career or business that you love isn't complicated or hard. 
Uh, being financially free is a simple process and attracting great people into your life is as simple as loving who you are so that yes, you can attract great people into your life, but if you love who you are, you'll never be lonely because you'll love being with yourself. That's what I'm here for every day to make that possible for the people that want it, not for me going to tell people that they should. So whenever you get frustrated, annoyed, angry, you want to tell people what to do or not do, could it be a really good idea to be the living example of what you want people to do and to wait for people to come to you and ask for your help rather than telling them what to do? Could that be a great idea? Thank you for coming to Romax. My name's Rowie and I would love you to live your life to the max.